Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, 3rd of November. Lost 20 bucks on the Melbourne Cup, which I think you might consider a win. Only lost 20 bucks. Good day today, up 80 points. You probably saw the futures this morning up 71. Fourth day of record highs on the US market. Their results season going very well. 320 companies have reported results. Avis was up 108% on their results yesterday. Under Armour up 16%. Results going well. But of course, the major piece of news over the last 24 hours over Melbourne Cup Day was the RBA meeting. And I think I'm bold enough to declare that the bond market panic is over. As you know, bond yields had gone up from 1.4%. This is the two-year bond yield had gone up from 0.14% and hit 0.663% at the, the end of last week. So it quadrupled after the CPI number. And the bond market was saying the RBA is wrong, inflation's coming, interest rates are going up a lot sooner than they think, and they've lost control of the yield curve. And bang, the whole thing went like a bursting balloon last week and a bond market collapse appeared to be on the cards. Now, the RBA's opportunity to diffuse those concerns was yesterday, and I reckon they've done a really good job. They've made it very clear. Some of the headlines are in the strategy. I've written the strategy section today. Some of the headlines are in there. Early rate hikes extremely unlikely, they say. Markets have overreacted to the recent inflation data. The market pricing in early 2022 rate hikes is well away from where we are now. They will look through any spikes in in inflation. Australia does not have an inflation problem. Inflation has to be sustainably in the 2 to 3% band before rates rise. Just being in the midpoint of the target range on its own doesn't justify higher rates. Entirely possible that the cash rate will remain at its current level until 2024. Exactly what the bond market needed to hear. You've overreacted. Rates are not about to go up. They could easily stay at 0.1 till 2024. And on the back of that, the two-year bond yield has dropped away. It got down to 0.45%, currently 0.51%, down from 0.663%. So the bond market relaxing, I think we can relax again. And the equity market having dropped 106 points on Friday, up 80 points today, the equity market is telling you the worst is over. So good for us good for the market. Even the iron ore stocks, Rio and BHP up 1.4% and 0.7%. Fortescue up 2.5% despite the iron ore price falling 6.6% overnight and dropping below $100. Banks all up. ANZ up 1.6%. NAB 1.4%. Westpac 1.0% and CBA 0.7%. We chatted about the Westpac results yesterday. The general consensus was that Yes, the share price has been hard hit and having been hard hit, most of the brokers think it's now undervalued. So not a sell. And with this bond market panic going away as well, the banks are likely to relax a little bit as well. And the housing market relaxes a little bit. I imagine a few estate agents woke up this morning with a new spring in their step. Glad to see that interest rates aren't imminently going higher. 
And on that front, RBA saying sensible things. Borrowers need to be aware that loan rates will rise one day, welcomes APRA's recent increase in serviceability buffer on home loans. They're not going to use interest rates to contain house prices. They'll leave it to people like APRA. So every everything calms down. No panic on house prices. So that was the main message of the day. Bond market risk significantly lower after the RBA meeting. Of course, we do have the FOMC meeting coming up tonight. 5 a.m. our time will be their statement. They have prepped the market for a tapering announcement mid-November, cutting back purchases by 5 to 15%. Starting in November, probably ending by the middle of next year. Rate rises to come as well. They have so prepped the market, they really need to take the opportunity to pass that message And if they didn't, they would probably suffer or cause more confusion and uncertainty by not doing it than doing it. So we'll see what they say tonight. Obviously a bit of a risk, but they are trying to manage that as best they can. They're not going to do anything silly. So bond market risk disappearing, equities going up, record highs in the US, happy go lucky. On the back of the RBA statement, you might have noticed the Aussie dollar lost lost about a cent down to 74.28. And on the iron ore front, the iron ore price fell because Chinese authorities, they've been cutting back steel output. They've got the Winter Olympics coming up in the first quarter of next year. They are trying to clear the skies of pollution and have been pushing cutbacks in steel output. And the September production Chinese steel was the lowest since 2017. The October production, which was just out in the last 48 hours, lowest since March 2020. So it's working, but what's upset the iron ore price in the short term is the Chinese authorities extending production cutbacks into the first quarter of next year. As I've written in the newsletter today, timing the turning point of the iron ore stocks will be one of the most significant investment opportunities we're going to see in the next year, month, few months. If someone could just stick a post-it screen on your post-it note on your screen saying iron ore will bottom and write the date in, that could be the most significant piece of information for Australian investors over the next year. It will come. They are in a sentiment hole at the moment. The chart in the the Marcus Today section today is quite interesting. The iron ore price is coming down to a long-term technical support level that has been in place since 2016. A bounce is coming. Yields on BHP, if you believe the forecast, 15.3%, Rio 24%, Fortescue 20%, PE 7.3, 5.0, 5.6. Keep reading the newsletter. One of the most significant things to get right, as I say, in the next few months is the bottom of the iron ore stocks. Right, other quick things. The RBNZ left interest rates unchanged. They put them up in October. The COP26 climate change conference continues day two, and it seems to have disintegrated into a bit of a spat between the US and China, with Biden saying it's a big mistake, quite frankly, for China with respect to China not showing up. The rest of the world is going to look to China and say, what value added are they providing? And they've lost the ability to influence people around the world and all the people here at COP the same way, I would argue, with regard regard to Russia. So it's ending up as a bit of a spat rather than focusing on climate change. 
I'm not sure it's particularly stock market sensitive in the short term. And that's the thing with climate change, isn't it? It's long term. The CBA has added cryptocurrencies to their banking app. I bank with the CBA. I haven't looked at my app yet, but presumably it gives millions of their customers access to crypto. Cryptocurrency advocates are punching the air with delight. It legitimizes crypto. As all the big institutions start trying to exploit the crypto space, there is this quasi-endorsement of crypto which maybe isn't justified but anyway it is becoming mainstream bit by bit another little feature premium remember yesterday was it yesterday the day before net wealth bid for them they're up another 10 percent today the suggestion is that net wealth have offered a higher bid and been rejected again so everyone anticipating a higher bid for premium pps Bids worth 785 million, market cap of net wealth's 4.3 billion. So picking off their smaller competitors. For the traders amongst you, Vulcan Resources. It's actually Vulcan Energy Resources, of course. Bounces today. They have been targeted by JCAP with that short selling note this week. And the share price is down from a high of 15.45 got to as low as $10.80 yesterday currently 11.68 its first significant bounce today some of you traders might be interested in that some mild talk of a private equity interest in Ansel, AWN up 3.4% today. Lithium going off again. Pilbara up 5%. PLS. There are a few other things in the Marcus Today section. Otherwise, focus on the FOMC meeting tonight. We have the US jobs numbers on Friday. Westpac's ex-dividend on Friday. NAB has results next Tuesday goes ex-dividend November the 5th. ANZ goes ex-dividend on Monday next week. Macquarie goes ex-dividend on Monday as well. So a few dividends coming up. Right, as I leave you, Dow futures down 31. Our market now up 104 points. Big day as our bond market panic appears to end. You have a fabulous day. I will speak to you tomorrow. (laughs) 